Hey everybody, it's the Patreon Marathon. You guys ready? Before we start the show, okay? Before we start the show, we're going to do a little something here. Bear with me, please. Bear with me because I'm sorry and I'm hoping that, you know, I know there's a lot of people, whether it's cones, super cones, whoever it is, you're not going on the group cruise. But I do assume that part of what you like about the show is like you like to follow the hijinks and the stories and things like that. We go off the rails, and when we're going to go on a group cruise, like all the cruises I've gone on, whether it's been a solo, whether it's been three or four people, whether it's been an eight-person crew, whatever it's been, part of what you're drawn to is the fact that you're going to live vicariously through it. And uh, guys, again, man, I always take like the whole you know sports mentality into things. I never, in my mind, I never stopped playing high school football. It's, it's in my mind. So you know what I mean? Whatever I've done, whatever I've realized in my life, I've always kind of attributed to the kind of, you know, being coached and coaching and game planning and things like that, that whole mentality. Also, the whole getting fired up mentality, okay? We've gone on a lot of cruises over the last couple of years. I could tell you one of the last real fun cruises we went on was on the uh, Freedom of the Seas. Okay, that was an eight-dayer. We've been on a lot of four-day four runs. We've been on a couple of seven-day ones that haven't necessarily had a whole bunch of, um, you know, hijinks to them or whatever. You know, whether it was the Harmony with Beatrix, which is a great trip, but it was just more of like a low-key kind of expedition type of cruise where we're climbing ruins and things like that. Then you had the Stew Cruise where it was like the crew of the, uh, you know, everybody we went with on that one, which is a bunch of couples, but then also it was a very dead ship. So here's what it is. This group cruise, and again, I don't want you, if you're coming on the group cruise and you think this has to be some animal house alcohol bender, it does not have to be that. But what I am going to say is that I have not been more pumped for a cruise. This is going to be a historic cruise. This might be the best cruise of the last five years. Because, again, and I know I do, I, I always do say never predict a cruise. But there's something coming with this one. There's something about this one. It's the right crew. It's a big crew. It's a ship that I'm excited to be on, which, yes, granted, albeit a basic ship. But that's part of the part of what I want. You know, if there's only one thing I, I kind of I, I am going to we have an announcement to make soon. And I will make it on this podcast on this episode of the Patreon Marathon. But what I'm trying to say is that uh, I, I wish I wish maybe Royal Caribbean was a little bit more with the fun. There's not a whole lot of wow on the adventure. So who knows? But either way, we're going to attack it. And when I tell you that St. Thomas Day is going to be a special day in the lives of all of us, I'm being serious. And when I tell you that there's going to be a montage and the montage is going to bring you to tears. The montage is going to be a life event for you that you're going to see and you're going to be like, wow. Because I already got the frames in my mind. I could already see the frames. I could already... The thing, the montage is almost put together. Now, I'm not acting like I'm a videographer here, okay? I'm not acting like I... You know, there's a lot of people who came up on the scene in the cruise space, YouTube-wise, who have brought a next-level uh, editing skills to the table. It's not me. You guys have seen my montages. I like to think they capture the soul of the cruise, though. I may not have the drones going up in, uh, you know, whatever, the weather balloons or the drones flying up in the sky. I may not have that. 
But what I do have, I capture. I capture the expressions, and I see it already. The montage, ladies and gentlemen, is almost written already. I know who's going on this cruise. I know what these look like. I know what you're going to do. I know, what the, I know what's going to happen. And then... Are you kidding me? You're going to come at me with this? Are you guys re- are you ready? Are you guys even ready? Take that jump You don't feel the fall oh, 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 we're gonna jump We're jumping tonight When the water rises You built a wall I don't know about the wall Open the crowd screams out You're screaming your name I close my eyes and I already see this cruise Hope if everybody runs You choose to stay I'm grabbing this thing with both hands and it hurts so bad. Let's go. Let's go. Where are we eating the first night? The only way you Let's go. Can know, you give it all you have. Every single thing we have, we're going to leave on that ship. And we're going to leave it all on the ship. You don't suffer, but take the pain. It's going to hurt. It might hurt. It might hurt a little. The moment comes, Those hangovers might hurt. Wait until you look at the view from that mountaintop. I did it all. Go right up. Let's go. Pirates. Peer runners. You want a piece of this championship? You put your hands in here. Come on. Let's go. 80 days! Wanna see those hands? Yeah! Come on! That cup, you're raising that cup, are you? Raising that cup right now. Explain something to you. If the little hairs on your arms are not standing up right now, there's something wrong. There's a cruise ship out there waiting for us. There's four islands out there waiting for us. That zip line in Haiti. You're doing this zip line in Haiti. That's all I'm saying. This is what it's all about. These cruises, what are they all about at the end of the day anyway? They're about making memories, documenting them, looking back. When it's all said and done, you're going to be rich. Rich with memories. I swear I live. 
You know, you're right. It ain't for everybody. This is not for everybody. Not everybody's built for this. Oh, I can't take off. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I shouldn't spend the money. Shove it up your ass. When you're flying off the side of a mountain in Haiti, you're going to tell me about money? That's the mindset I can't really help you. Alright. Get a little fired up, alright. Maybe I'm not maybe 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 I go too far sometimes. Maybe I'm you know, it's nice to be responsible. It's nice to do what you're supposed to do. I get it. I get all of it. But I'm just a little fired up and I can't wait for this cruise, ladies and gentlemen. It is gonna be one hell of a cruise. That is gonna be the montage song. You are all gonna be in the montage and it's going to live. Forever. Yeah, I guess we're in the zone. Yeah, I, don't, I just like that. I like that song. It fires me up. That song gets me going. I don't know. You guys like that one? I think it'll be good. And especially when it's set to the video and, you know, all that stuff. You're going to love it. All right. Let's talk a little bit about a few things here for this Patreon. Marathon. Uh, so... A couple of things. You guys have heard me talk about this guy, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. He's, you know what he is? You know, I never got into that Tony Robbins guy. You know, he had the gurus that have these like tricks of uh, motivation and meditation and, you know, affirmation and all that crap. I never really bought into it. I think they're smart and I think there is something to it because I think like anything, if you believe it works, it's going to work. What I like about Gary V is that he is sort of rah-rah, but more importantly, he's got substance. There's substance to, substance, substance to his rah-rah. He will give you practical information and advice. And, you know, lucky enough for me, it kind of does directly, in a lot of cases, directly relates to what I'm trying to do here and what we do here. So he said something that relates to something that I'm going through right now. There was a a little bit of a rush when I started doing these Patreons every day. And uh, I was really, really pleased with the push that we made. Not Nothing, you know, I'm going to be able to go crazy. I just, listen, they say the enemy of depression is progress. Or, or how do you define happiness? You define it by saying progress. I think that's a Tony Robbins one, by the way. And I don't know if through him, I, know, I think I know it through somebody else who said, who told me he said it. Who didn't tell me that he said it. I thought I, think I heard somebody else say that he said that. And when you're progressing, you feel good. Now, Gary Vee says something. He says something out loud. He's like, I love losing. I love losing. Do you know what? I was like, I heard that. And I'm like, all right, this guy's out of bullshit. He ran out. He officially ran out of crap to tell people. Like, he's out of bullshit. He's, uh, he, he loves losing. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's clearly laying in bed at night. What am I going to tell them tomorrow? Because it makes sense, right? The guy gets on a microphone in different countries all over the world every single day, and they're paying him 40 grand, uh, 60 grand a pop to, each, to do them. It was like, well, he's like, I, I can't not do these anymore. The money's too good, so I got to keep coming up with stuff. But I already said all the bullshit I could say, so let me go with this. Uh, I love to fail. I love to lose. Now, are related because I lost some Patreons. And, you know, they were loyal Patreons, and I get it. You know what I mean? So I noticed a few people dropped off over the last couple of days. A, I wasn't surprised because, you know, a lot of times the market corrects itself. Whenever you see the stock market shoot up, you know, 700 points, 
The next day, usually, all right, that's good, but it kind of levels off and corrects itself a little bit. Same thing when it you know shows up, it drops, uh, you know, seven thousand, po- a couple of thousand points. It drops. It usually shoots up. Well, whether it's a day or two, it usually corrects itself. So that little hit of Patreons, it was nice to have. But yes, I noticed yesterday, last couple of days, or last week or so, there's been a little bit more of a drop off than normal. And I'm like, all right, you know, that's sort of a little bit of correcting itself. But then I was like, it's okay because it kind of has to make me better. I got to be better is what I'm saying. And that's that's what I took from it. And here's when I realized what Gary was talking about when he says, I love to lose. When he says, I love to lose, what he means is, and what he has said is like, I love the game. I love the game so much. And I have such a passion for the game because when you have that passion for the game, you're in it every day. You can't be in it every day. You could be in it, but you can't be in it every day if you don't love it. And if you really, truly love it to the point where it's going to keep you into it every single day, when you fail, two things. One, that's data, okay? If you keep winning or like staying the course and things like that, Everything stays status quo. You don't know if you're getting better or worse. You're kind of just in there doing your thing and, you know, oh, wow, I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm doing my due diligence. I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing. I, it's like going to the gym and not sweating. You know, I, I, I lifted this thing up 10 times. I, that's, I checked the box. So it was something always that always bothered me in my regular job when people would just check the box. We're not in the check the box damn business. We're not. We're not in the check the box business. We're in the follow through Till exhaustion business. So, uh, you could be going along and doing your thing, checking off your boxes, finishing your to-do lists, just to be able to go to bed and be happy to pat yourself on the back saying you finished your to-do list. But did you really make an impact? Did you really learn? What did you really learn? When people drop off, that means I did something wrong. That means I did something to where, all right, you know what? People cooled off on me a little bit. What happened? Where do I got to go? What do I got to research? What do I have to look up? What's working for other people? What did I do that people don't like? And I have to research it. And the other, the reason why you love it is because that's the game. The game will tell you. The game will tell you when you screw up. When you screw up, you're supposed to get checked that shows you right there by you losing those five or six listeners that i lost on the patreon that shows me that when i do something right i'm gonna gain five or six back because if i didn't lose them then the game is either rigged or people just don't care so that's why he said you gotta love losing you love losing because it's part of the game and if you love the game you love all aspects of the game so that's where I'm at right now. So I have to really get focused and really figure out where I'm going to be at with this whole thing. We'll get to it. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So we made an announcement today on Facebook. I made it. I put a, posted it up. And we're talking about Pirates and Pier Runners number two, part two. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself because we haven't done Pirates and Pier Runners group cruise one yet. And I can't tell you how excited I am. I mean, if you heard, listen to the first three minutes of this podcast, uh, you probably you're probably not in. Uh, the <laughs> you must know. 
how excited I am for it. Because, again, we're not checking boxes. We're attacking. And I cannot wait for this cruise. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be whatever you want it to be. It's, we're going to relax at some points. Some of us are going to get excited at some points. Some of us are going to drink too much. Some of us are going to embarrass each other. Everybody's going to have their own little level. The beauty of it is is that when it gets a little crazy, all you have to do, well, you know, good good seeing everybody. Uh, I think I'm going to turn in or uh, good seeing everybody. I'm going to, uh, you know, head over to the uh, slot machines or good seeing everybody. You're acting like an asshole and I'm going to walk away from you. Whatever you want to say. We all cruise different. Everybody cruises different. And if we just all go in and just respect the way each other's cruise, the way each other cruises, it's going to be fine. I don't have experience with this. I've never done a damn group cruise. You know what I mean? So all it is at the end of the day is just a bunch of people who, you know, there's nothing, there's been nothing but delight, delightfulness speaking to every one of you guys who are going on this cruise. And I just can't wait for it. And we are officially 79 days out. Uh, But we did announce the other one. And I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the decision making process that went on when it comes to. Uh, when it came to uh, f- figuring out this sailing, just looking for a good deal. So I went on the cruise consolidator and I was looking for a good deal, put in the two months, the two or three month window that we were looking for. And I uh, put in what are the criteria that I put in? I put in just any anywhere that we can get to, whether even I put it even put in New York. And um, I just wanted to see what came up. That's the thing. Some people out there will tell you, you know, you got to book early. You got to book early. You got to book early. Well, I'll tell you what. You get a pretty good deal if you book early. But if you want the steal, you book last minute. We can't do that, clearly. So I'm just out there looking for that steal. That steal is not there. That steal is the cruise lines are still hopeful that they'll be able to sell this thing a year. You can't tell me. It doesn't even make sense that the cheapest thing to do is buy early. How could that be? You know what I mean? The cruise line has all sorts of high hopes. For them being able to get top dollar for this cruise a year and a half out, right? So why would they start discounting it a year and a half out? Now, a month out, that's a whole different story. But I do understand that's neither here nor there because we can't book a group cruise within a month. So what I did was start look I wanted to look for good deals. So I first I think I found the MSC, the seaside. Now the hardware is something I'm really, really intrigued about. The hardware is something that I wanted to try. I've been wanting to try it ever since I saw the outside of that ship and just the layout of it and how they, you know, they built a really unique cruise ship over there at MSC. And uh, on the inside, it seems just as luxurious. Shout out to uh, Sherry from Cruise Tips TV. She went on it. A bunch of other people went on it. AJ went on it. And uh, everybody said it was a nice ship. They said it was a nice cruise ship. Overwhelmingly. However, now I wasn't even worried about this. My concern with the MSC Seaside was the experience on board. Was it going to be just like a bunch of um, fist-pumping Italians in Speedos? Uh, You know, Europeans, they don't eat like Americans, so it was going to be small little, you know, sliced meats. Maybe a croissant and, you know, some, some, some bread and some coffee. And you'd have to have 17 of those. To, gee, I was worried about those types of things. And uh, I felt like as long as there was some energy, we could make it happen. But then when I put it out there and said, you know what, let's do it. I heard that, you know what, for all intents and purposes, the amount of people that had said to me, 
and I know I have a longer threshold for what's what what, what I want as far as an excitement exciting time on board. People who probably aren't looking for the sh- for the cruise ship to be as crazy as I am contacted me and said, "Don't do it. It's it's dead. It's a dead ship. They don't pl- put the same premium on entertainment." They were very, very complimentary of the hardware. Like we said, it's a beautiful ship. They even went so far often to say, as you know, if you were taking a love interest or a family, not even a family, they didn't say a family. If you want a relaxing, boring cruise, and you know what? Boring to everybody is not bad. Boring is not bad to everybody. Sometimes boring is not bad to me. There'll be at least six or seven times on the cruise that we're going on that I'll be bored and happy to be bored. Okay? Call that recharging. Then we're gonna, that's gonna change in a couple hours. We're gonna amp it up. We're gonna take it to another level. We're gonna we're gonna have that crescendo where we relax, boring, take in the sights, enjoy ourselves, and then the sun goes down. And then you know what? I'm gonna act like a 23 year old, for better or worse, whatever you want to say. Judge it all you want. It's what's gonna happen? Um, again, no, no, no. Don't don't get crazy. You know, Julia, Debbie, Matt. All you guys out there who don't necessarily, you know, go balls to the wall with the booze. No, it's I'm not, I, I, you guys hear me talk every day. You know we're going to get along just fine. You guys know we're going to have a good time. It's just, yes, there'll be certain times where it's gonna be like, oh, all right. So that's what he's talking about. <laughs> don't miss St. Thomas, guys. How many times do I got to say it? I don't care if you think you uh, you don't drink enough. It's not about that. It's about flying through those mountains and getting up elevated and breathing in that salty air and getting that group picture at the top of that mountain or at least four or five mountains it's a it's a it's a it's a spiritual experience up there whether you want to drink or not you know what i mean you don't have to drink but let's i I, i'm gonna try to get everybody on that saint thomas thing hopefully we'll be able to pull that off um so the MSCC side, after listening to everybody and telling me that uh, it probably is not going to be, especially listening to me and knowing what I like in a cruise, I'm fairly certain by now AJ is going to go to the wall. You know what I mean? AJ is going to go to the wall and say, Tommy, don't discount it. You're the only one, AJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to tell you. You're the only. And I love you. You know, and I do trust you to a degree. You know what I mean? I know we don't know each other too well, but, you know, I believe what you're saying but i don't know if you i don't know if you do cruise like i do i don't know if you are in a position to be able to say you know what you know the you're gonna you're gonna have you don't know if you if you know what i'm looking for in a party there's just too many too much of an overwhelming faction of people saying that it's probably going to be too low-key of a ship for the way you like to cruise and sometimes you just got to chalk it up and say okay it is what it is next thing i looked at so we got an issue that we keep telling you about. You guys know about it. It's CJ Pepito. He is one of the soul cruisers. He's one of the first mates. He's one of the guys who's, you know, but Chris is banned from Carnival or not allowed on Carnival. I don't know if that's temporary. I don't know if that's permanent. I don't know what it is. Now, having said that, realistically, am I never going to be able to do a group cruise on a Carnival ship? That's not realistic. So with Chris in mind, I went over and checked out a Norwegian ship and see, you know what? Nothing pops out on the consolidator. But then at the same time, maybe if I look 
directly at Norwegian, something will jump out or whatever. And I always di- I discount them because of the fact that, you know what, their cruises are a lot of money now. Okay, they, they up their prices a lot. But you do have to remember the free at sea, right? So they do do a free at sea. We all know, yes, the free at sea. But I've been looking lately, ladies and gentlemen, and you tell me if you see this as well, that sail away cabin and the regular standard cabin, whether it's inside, ocean view, or balcony, because they have that sail away for each level. So you can get a sail away inside, which you get no perks. You can get a sail away balcony, no perks. You get a sail away ocean view, no perks. Uh, but then you get the standard of each and you get the perks. What I've noticed lately is that the gap between the sail away and the standard room has narrowed down a little bit. That's been happening a lot, okay, across the board. In some cases, it's been the same. By the way, pro tip. Norwegian is really having a hard time, I think, selling the sun and the sky. Ever since they shut down the open bar thing, they've been having a really hard time selling those cruise ships, especially when you're trotting out the new hardware like you are, like you have been. I mean, people are loving the freaking bliss, the joy. Now you got the Encore coming out. Of course, you got the old reliable escape, getaway, breakaway, you know. I wonder I wonder if people I wonder if Norwegian is having trouble. If I was I would think Norwegian would be having more trouble with those like gem and the jewel class and the jade and things like that pearl. Uh because they they're kind of in the middle of the road. You know what I mean? They're not a bells and whistle ship, they're not a mega ship, but at the same time they're also not an overly cheap ship like the sun or the sky. I don't know. So I was looking at a Norwegian ship, and it was basically a very similar cruise to the one that we're going on. But what was the problem? It was a little more. It was more expensive, even with the drink package. So I factored in what's it going to cost with Norwegian, with the free at sea, and the tip, factoring in the elevated you know, base price of the cruise versus Carnival's ultra low price with the cruise. And then you have to purchase the drink package. And uh, I was leaning towards the Norwegian for a little while because A, because the ship, the hardware is very, very nice. But I think I learned that the nicer the hardware sometimes means, I don't know, it, it sort of feels like people are walking around gingerly. People are a little uptight. People don't want to let their hair down as much. I could, could tell you on the Carnival um, Horizon, the atrium on the damn Horizon, it, it feels like, I don't know, it just feels like it's all white and stone and marble and you got that big dreamscape and then every once in a while they pull out those weirdos with the violins and the toga party and everybody's like singing celestial music, celestial strings they do. Like, that's not what I'm looking for in a cruise. I don't want to stand around and listen to violins and have people kind of like sing, harmonize, extended long notes of songs while I'm... That's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. And I think a lot of times with the nice hardware, that's what you get. And I looked at the Joy. So this one was the Joy. And it, it, it looks like a nice ship. Now, I don't know what they're doing in the back. You know, they decided to take the entire back of the ship 
and dedicated to laser tag. Some sort of uh, lost city of Atlantis. And it looks cool, don't get me wrong. But to me, the back of the ship, as you know, is the nicest piece of real estate there is. And you're going you're gonna to just jam a state-of-the-art virtual reality and laser tags. Uh, that are, to me, that's not highest and best use of the equipment. I just don't don't think it is. So it still was going to be more money. So now you got to think about it like this. If we're going to go on this group cruise, it doesn't benefit anybody. The fact that there's a free at sea doesn't benefit those people that don't drink. Okay, and if we do do this other one that we did that we are going to do, if you buy the drink package and pay the cruise fare, it's still cheaper than the Norwegian cruise. Factoring in the free at sea, it is another Eastern Caribbean run. It does leave us in St. Thomas till seven p.m. It does have Tortola, right? I think it has Tortola. Am I wrong about that? I could be wrong about that. Let me look. Yeah, I'm wrong. It's got Amber Cove. I've never been to Amber Cove. So it's got that. Um and it's extra cheap. It's just very it's a it's a it's a it's a very cheap cruise. It's like three ninety nine base, which obviously we know gets you up to high fives, low sixes, uh for, for an inside. But it's still very cheap. It's a year away. And again, I feel like we gotta get it back to Carnival. We gotta get back to a carnival ship. I'm not talking about, I love the fantasy class now, but I'm not talking about a fantasy class ship. I'm talking about somewhere in that middle when Carnival was Carnival, where it's not overly pompous, like I feel like the Vista class of ships are, but it's also got the aft pool, and we could throw that aft pool party, and it's got a lot of the newer bells and whistles. It's the dream class. It's the class that I've never sailed on that I always wanted to, that I think is you know, when you lay it all down, I think at the even after this cruise, I think the Splendor is still going to be my ship. Just because it's still a real Joe Farkas Carnival cruise ship. The aft pool, the the one of its kind. Uh, but there's so much of that still that spilled over onto the Dream Class as well. And it's a big ship. 3,000 plus people. I believe it holds more than the Splendor. And it's going to be a fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to thump. So for all those reasons, we're going to get the atrium parties. We're going to get the serenity after dark parties. We'll get the deck parties, the raw stand-up comedy, the best steak at sea, the aft pool, all the things that carnival, all the the the, the spa, the thalassotherapy pool that's actually in a pool room with the thermal spa and all that stuff. We're going to get all that, all those things that we love from carnival that I haven't had in a while, a long while. And we're going to get back to that. And I'm happy to announce that the newest group cruise, the next group cruise, is going to be on November 7th, 2020. It's called Pirates and Pier Runners Part 2. And it's going to be seven days on the beautiful Carnival Magic. Out of Miami. St. Thomas. Amber Cove. Grand Turk. And San Juan. And I got all in prices, you know, with taxes and everything, you know, uh, they're starting it at $634, $634 you can get on this thing that's not even for a year away. And I believe in some cases there are $50 deposits. Now, I went to try to do one and book a balcony and it wasn't offering me a $50 deposit. So I got to look into that. So 
We will figure that out. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Patreon marathon for tonight. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe I release this. Maybe I release this worldwide. I haven't done it in a while. I kind of feel pretty good about this episode, no? I got a little crazy in the beginning, but that's all right. Everybody's calmed down now. Uh, but that's it. So we'll do that. We'll, we'll release this worldwide. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Boat drinks, cones, and super cones. <laughs>
Ha, ha, ha. 